All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. And we're back. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we gosh darn like you. Uh, this episode, we, you know, we're, we're full of guest episodes lately, so we it's are very excited for this episode, because not only are we drinking a classy scotch, we're having a classy guy uh, named Connor Gilbert from uh, Who Gives a Dram, and we'll hop him on in a second. And he's also a part of Bourbon Hop with Friends. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, did I get that right? Connor, uh, I hope I friends. got that right. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did I just screw it up? Uh, but anyway, before we go into talking to Connor, before we go into anything else, let's talk about a way you can support us. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chill Filtered. Uh, we are going to be drinking this month uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof with our Patreon supporters. Ooh, wow. uh, and that is, I believe, the, uh, the uh, B522 release uh no i think it's the b5 or b121 or 22 i don't remember we're gonna do it it's gonna be awesome and those who are patreon subscribers will already have a sample via courier so um that's the way you can support us and let's uh let's let's hop uh connor on let's start talking connor Connor. welcome What's what's up hey hey everybody listening i just signed up for the pa- chill filtered patreon so if you're not signing and we're up so grateful what the hell are you doing come on <laughs> you know get with it i thought you looked more good looking you every know? moment since that point yeah it's even more good looking you know what's funny mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I i so this is this is fact this actually just happened uh-huh. i i uh, subscribed to your patreon and my arms grew two inches bigger yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it was, not like I, I measured it really quick while I was off air. Bi- bicep or length? <laughs> um, by uh, both. Nice. I was going to say, say girth, but I don't know if that applies to an arm or not. It, it can yeah, apply. Girth applies yeah, to everything. Like, yeah. Well, like you everything. know what they say. Yeah. You know what they say. Your net girth is your net worth. So. <laughs> okay. So wait. So so <laughs> I, I'm really excited for you, Connor, because um, you are one of the three now. Uh, and you were uh, at one point one of the two and one of the three uh, Berm with Friends podcast. So tell me about that and like rep it. Yeah, well, the last time we had you on, you were yeah. like, pretty much just starting your Who Gives a Dram. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was when w- did you and Ooh. I do the podcast? Right? Was, was, it, was, was it when I was out for baby? You were out? For, like, I think so, was, yeah. So it would have been yeah, last that was, summer. That was about uh, June of, of 2021. No okay so june 2021 so it was hot it was hot because we drank um rebel yell remember rob and you did you because it, it was really hot we're like this would be a nice uh summer whiskey i'm pretty sure we said something around there um but yeah no yeah i do bourbon with friends so i got you know bourbon with friends is my main thing um you know that's essentially like a part-time job me and paul wow. um and now we have a third brand new co-host, uh, Shanda. Yeah. And um, we kind of uh, take that very seriously. Um, and it's been great. A lot of fun experiences. I'm actually flying. I have a flight to Kentucky tomorrow. Nice. Because um, we have a few tastings we're doing, private tastings, some podcasts and tours and That's stuff. That's legit. So nice. I'll be on a, I'll be on a uh, plane tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, who gives a dram still going strong? Just doing my Love thing it. over there. Kind of just talking more about like, 
uh, movies, MMA, whiskey, kind of like it's kind of like, like to talk about. It's kind of like uh, our, our shooting the breeze kind of stuff we do over here. Yeah, it's just like, but you drink yeah, whiskey it with it. Yeah, I and I'll try to like I'll try to to semi professionally review a whiskey while shooting the breeze the entire episode. So now, I will say it is impressive because you do that one on your own and yeah, you fill time. Sure. We do, I, I, yeah. We do this together. I and mean, you know how it is. Like it's so much easier to like, oh gosh, like just get in the conversation, conversation and blow. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can blow through an hour and a half like that when you got somebody else. But like you had like thirty minute episodes, forty five minute episodes by yourself, which is impressive. It is impressive. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're you're a gentleman and a scholar. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> if I have pre written stuff down, mm-hmm. I can I can take up space by myself. I love to nice. listen to myself talk. Um, but if I'm just, if I'm literally just shooting the breeze and I'm just talking, I don't have any plan. 30 minutes comes by and I'm like, uh, I've talked about everything that I can think of right now. Uh It can be difficult, but at the same time, time it can be liberating where it's like, you can, if you're going through some stuff, you can just get it all out. out. Mm -hmm. uh, Tell you no. When Robbie started and when I started the podcast, Sometimes we would write down things just in case there was a lull because we'd be like, crap, I don't know what to say. Like if there is, but you know, being a conversational podcast it is, we don't, we don't even, we don't even think of anything before we start anymore, mm-hmm. except for like That's, the notes and the stuff. But, yeah, yeah. You write down the notes, you write down, mm-hmm. like, I know you do the uh, whiskey history and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's something you have to, mm-hmm. you have to do beforehand. But I think that like, that's what we do with bourbon with friends. That's what I've always done with who gives a dram. It's like, how is it going to be in real life conversation? Yeah. Like no one's going to sit down and say, Ooh, this smells like warm, multi, uh, warm, warm baked bread on a fall mm. summer or a, a fall evening. And I'm getting hints of pomegranate and, uh, rich mahogany. Like no mm-hmm. one says that around a, around a campfire, like around when you're just hanging out. So like yeah. the, the, the flowy conversation, uh, which is what I love about you guys, as you, I've been listening to you guys since I started my podcast. So, yeah. um, I, I try to listen to every episode I can, but uh, that's what makes good podcast great. Mm-hmm. I think it's just conversation and being able to kind of roll with the punches per se. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. with you. And and being real too, you know, I think that's, you know, one of the things I've always loved about your, uh, at least uh, Who Gives a Dram. And not that not that burn with friends. I just haven't listened to much. Burn I'll be honest. I yet. haven't listened. I, I catch sn- your snippets that you post. Like, yeah, exactly. you're good at that. You're you okay. Connor is a young man in an old man's game, and Connor's got this <laughs> this online energy where he's able to like actually post fun stuff. Unlike yeah. us, where it's like maybe we post twice a week, <laughs> once a week, like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys yeah. got you. There's you're different. You guys got kids. Yeah. You guys have you know like I'm I'm a single dude. I live by myself. I'm mm-hmm. like I don't have to get anyone's permission to hop on a plane and fly yeah. to Kentucky tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. I just do it. And that's I don't very... get permission either. I, if I wanted to, I'd do it myself. <laughs> do whatever I want, man. Don't put me in a box. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. That's not true. Don't hold me down. <laughs> so do you know, can you say rather where you're going tomorrow distillery wise? Oh, yeah. Um, so mm. tomorrow or not tomorrow. Tomorrow mm. I'm com- I'm going to land in Lexington at about 10 p.m. I got you. Um, so me and Paul would just hang out and drink whiskey and nice. smoke a cigar uh, at his place. But Saturday nice. we have... So we had a uh, bourbon ball in April. Oh yeah, we that's raised right. uh, $30,000 for Fancy Folds of Honor. Dang, that's amazing. That's really yeah, awesome. so it was For what, for uh, what, for what charity was that? Folds of Honor. 
Well, which is great. a veteran-based uh, charity mm-hmm. that supports the families of fallen soldiers. Love it. And Paul and I are very passionate about, you know, supporting our troops and yeah. doing everything we can there. Uh, so we raised 30K that night and we had a silent auction. Lots of cool things went a lot, a lot of different, a lot of different items. One of the items was um, a a private tasting with a brand called uh, um, WM Tar uh, or RD1 Spirits, who has been on Bourbon with Friends. Um, they, their main spokesperson is the Kentucky football coach. I think coach Stoops is his name. I'm not a Kentucky guy, so I don't know, but, um, they got the basketball team, but I don't know. They got, they do basketball, but apparently people (laughs) in Kentucky love Kentucky football is what I've, Mm -hmm. is what I learned. But, um, well, so, you know, you know what, but that's not what John Hughes said. Yeah. Last episode. No, two people hate football. I I I remember actually, that's funny. I remember John saying that. Mm-hmm. And I remember where I was on my walk when I was You're like walking. Yeah. Bull crap. I'm, like, I'm not from Kentucky, but whenever I'm down there, it's all Kentucky football. So maybe it's just a, me and a, as an outsider. It's it's where you, yeah. you know, it's probably locale too. Like if you're in near the university, very true. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, but it's just like SEC too. Like yeah, so yeah. Big deal. And you're not going to hear we, about Murray State from where John's from no. in terms of football. No, no, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, I got I got UConn up here, which mm-hmm. I mean, we suck. But anyways, um, we had somebody uh, bid. Uh, actually, I think they bid eleven hundred dollars on this private tasting and in a podcast nice. with us. Oh, that's so great. That all went to charity. But I, I'm flying in for that, and then we're doing a uh, a private tour tasting and. Um, uh, podcast with uh, James Pepper. Nice. Um, and then Sunday we're doing the whole um, kit and caboodle with Castle and Key. Oh, cool! Awesome. That'll awesome. be fun. I hear the Castle and Key place is amazing. That's the old old Taylor Distillery, right? Old old Taylor. Yep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. beautiful, dude. It's one. It's That's the so first cool. distillery. Outside, I went. We went to Buffalo Trace the first mm-hmm. time I went to Kentucky earlier in the year. Um, but then we went to Castle and Key, and I tell you what, man, it is beautiful. That's what I hear. In like an yeah. old way. You like you know mm. how like like a castle way. Yeah. Like like true. Well, you know how like you wouldn't think an old person's hot, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like they're well. cute. They're they're <laughs> I actually do think Rob's hot, and, you know, but that's <laughs> but like you think they're cute in their they're in their own ways. That's kind of how this it, it, there's there's nothing fancy about it. It's just kind of like quaint. royal and quaint. Ro- royal. That's cool. Yeah. Like a royal castle. I love oh, it. Yeah. I, I still got to go there. And we, we actually have a few Castle and Key um, samples that we got to drink uh, via Ben Klepsig. So I'm excited to do those. Some yeah. restoration rise. You haven't done any Castle and Key products, have you yet? Not oh. yet, but we, we have one lined up. Yeah. Sick. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Batch two, the bourbon batch two. Okay. We have uh, rise. It's great. Yeah. Restoration rise. I've never had it, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'll listen to you guys do. I'll probably have some on Sunday, but. Yeah, no, that'd be killer. <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome. So, real quick, how did you how did you go from Who Gives a Dram? Yeah, to Bourbon with Friends. Because Bourbon with Friends was fairly it is large. It was rolling. Yeah, it's a big deal. And it's very yeah. relative prior to you getting to it. Mm-hmm. How'd you how'd you make that jump? Uh so essentially what happened was um I've known Paul since really I started. We always mm. kind of kept in contact, not much, but we kept in contact and he would always reach out to me and I'd reach out to him and, uh, like, you know, all that stuff. But there was some changes in two of the three guys that started the pod. Mm-hmm. Paul is a very, does a very good job at networking mm-hmm. and planning. 
and oh boy, large picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> not he, us. Um, yeah, nope. <laughs> I'm not really that way either. I kind of like to take yeah. it day by day, but I'm mm. getting better at it because I have to. But yeah. um, um, we, uh, they, they left, you know, they, mm. they left the pod and Paul was left by himself and he just kind of called me up one day and he's like, Hey, I need a guest host for a pod. Do you want to jump on? I was like, yeah, sure. I'm at dinner right now, but give me like an hour and I'll, yeah. and I'll hop on. And it went great. And then we talked the next, within the next day or two. And he's like, Hey, listen, I think, you know, I want to have you come on and kind of take ownership of the podcast with me. Nice. So I thought about it and I was like, cause I'm very passionate about who gives a dram. It's yeah. kind of like how I'm sure how um, you guys feel about chill filtered. It's like mm-hmm. just my baby and I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is, um, it is a next step and it's the lot, it's a logical next step. So I went, you know, I dove right in to bourbon with friends in November. Uh, since then we are consistently top five whiskey podcasts in the country. That's awesome. Consistently top five worldwide. Um, we've gotten like since then probably five or 6,000 IG followers. We've gotten several big guests. We're having a next Monday, next Monday, we're going to have a Bruce buffer on the show. Nice. Um, the end of the month, we're going to have John Rich from Big and Rich on the show. Nice. Uh, Harry Bradshaw is going to come back on the show in nice. September. Wait, so Bruce we Buffer? Have, like, like oh, the, yeah, uh... brother. Oh, you mean like, it's oh. time. Time. I thought you knew to... it. Sorry. It's No, I, I... He should have. It's... You, Bruce Buffer is the UFC guy. You're thinking of his brother. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm thinking let's oh, get ready to rumble. And I saw... Okay. okay. So Bruce Buffer Bruce... is... The See, UFC I have, commentator. Yeah. I have not watched UFC since I had my daughter. Do- like my but WWE, like on the other years. hand. 10 years. No, man. I, I, didn't watch, I, I don't know, man. I just don't got time for I could just see you as a WWE guy. Um, okay. I was always WCW. Um, I was WCW. Um, I, every once in a while. It really shows your age. I, I, it does. I'm no, an NWA like was, kind of guy because Billy Corgan owns it, but I really don't watch anything. Uh, AEW, <laughs> though. If I did watch wrestling now, it would be the AEW. So. But I don't. I like. Yeah. I look, look. Yeah, I'm not. I would like to be have time to really be back into like watching the UFC. My yeah, side just, note: my wife yeah. taught me everything WWE that I know, and mm-hmm. that shows who my wife is. And um, she's like, okay, so Jeez. Rey Mysterio did the <laughs> what was the move he did like the five one nine or something like that? You're close. The six one nine. Six one nine. He's like <laughs> she, he like turn his body sideways and go through the, the you know whatever like, <laughs> and then she'd be like she'd teach me the uh, the Triple H uh, like the socket move, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, which is funny to me because she's like the quietest. Oh yeah, straight like, up like no. low key personality. She pulled. She like she'll like sneak it on you. She'll be like whoosh. she'll she'll give you an rko out of nowhere yeah yeah like she it's funny but but she didn't really watch it too much but her brother watched it all the time and so she would like pick it all up and she'd be like yes that's uh you know triple h and what's the other guy that works triple h a lot it was sean michaels sean michaels yeah stuff like heartbreak kid the the second best sporting event i've ever been to was WrestleMania in 2019 oh it's so good and recent too yeah, I was at MetLife in New York and I uh, drove there. And dude, Triple H versus Batista. John it. Cena came back as, I don't know if you remember, John Cena as the doctor of thugonomics. Oh, it's Before so he good. Was, you can't see me. He was thug life. This is basic thugonomics. Um, so good. Lots of uh, Hulk Hogan. 
uh, oh, Brock Lesnar, all, all the, all the. That's awesome. I was, I, I would was, I was drunk uh-huh. an hour and a half before the show started. <laughs> Do you remember any of the show, or just knew that you were there? Um, I remember, kind of. I remember <laughs> we left. We left before the main event to beat the draft. Oh, that's too bad. That was the year Ronda Rousey main event, and we were kind of like all looked at each oh, other, we were that. tired, and we were like, mm-hmm. "Do you really want to stay?" We're all just like, "Nah." No, nah, that's great though. So yeah, you're an East Coast guy. Like East Coast to me is a mystery, but like everything's so dense there that like there's all yeah. sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, you can go from Connecticut to New York easy. I had to drive oh, 400 yeah. miles to see a band I liked this week. Yeah, like, it's like it five hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, what band was it? Uh, the National. I went and saw the National. You ever okay. No, I don't it's, think so. It's probably more for old people, but I will tell you They're if you like... listen. They on, are they on TikTok? <laughs> probably I doubt it. Not. The dude's got yeah. gray hair. <laughs> I will say this. So, like, do yourself a favor, Connor. Look up the National. Yeah. And yeah. it is, it's a like re- introspective kind of music, but it's it, like um... every song sounds like it's your, like you're in a soundtrack to a movie. So, and oh, I love one that. of the interesting things, it's, it's in a genre that's probably defined by a general alternative uh, scene, but uh, it's in a subgenre that's basically like weird voiced singers. Uh, and I'd put a few other a little bit like, yeah, this. he, he is yeah. low. That was the thing. And it turned monotone. me off at first. And then I yeah. started listening. Mm-hmm. Like the band is so like musically they're great. Uh, Aaron yeah. Desner, uh, he, produced the latest, he produced the latest uh, yeah. Taylor Swift album. So yeah. yeah You're definitely talented. a baritone when you sing Robbie, aren't you? Uh, I'm much more yes, yep. yeah, nice. I, yeah, but I, I'm not allowed to sing very often. No one, no one really not lets since me. The accident, the incident. So um, now, real quick, oh. Connor, <laughs> you're going on. <laughs> you're going to go on some distillery. What? Distillery starts with a T. Truffle cake. I don't know. Tours. Tours. Wait, wait. Yeah. Say it like you would. Tours. I knew tours? it. He said oh, it right. He said it the right it must, way. No, that's Robbie's always like tour. Yeah, tour. Robbie. Also, whenever someone <laughs> asks Robbie a question, he probably goes, "What? <laughs> Why do you ask?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So look at time wise. Like this is fun. Yeah, but I think it's about time to take a walk. Let's go take a walk. I got to stretch my little old legs, you guys. Let's do this. Well, yeah, well, your legs only, are longer now. If you only got two yeah. inches more on your legs. Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll set it to break. We'll be right back. And we're back from break. Nice walks. Connor realized he walked further this time because his legs are at least two inches longer. And because he's a and I didn't guy. know you guys held hands when you walked. I was very no, I happy mean, about that. No one's well, it, to know it, that, it helps when it helps when you're time, it's time to warm your whiskey glass. Yeah. You, you know, you ninety eight degrees plus ninety eight degrees is what, Cole? Hundred and ninety six degrees. Look at this man with the math. Mm-hmm. Wow, I got the math, yeah. man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. real quick, Connor, how tall are you? Uh, six foot seven. I knew oh it. But now I I make a joke. So I'm basically I'm like five foot nine, but if you round up, it's basically five ten. And yeah. then if you're five ten, you're six foot. So I'm six. Yeah, foot. straight up. There you go. Okay. Count That's it. what I say when I want to go to bed is like, oh my goodness, it's like it's like midnight. And Heather's like, it's like eight thirty. And I'm like, yeah, but eight thirty rounds to nine, nine rounds to ten, and ten might as well just go up to twelve. So Yeah, it's okay. very, very valid. I yeah. don't see anything wrong with that math. Nothing wrong. With that. <laughs> you don't apply that kind of math to your actuarial job, do you? 
sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I get away with it. <laughs> um, quick shout out to Sean Ciaro for uh, couriering Robbie and myself uh, the Lagavulin 16, which I don't think we've mentioned what we're drinking today, oh, except for they were yeah. drinking a classy scotch. Thank you, Connor, for showing up. And yet again, our, our guest host is the only one with the bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes without saying that Sean is a true baller. baller. So um, let's talk about what we're drinking today, Lagavulin 16. This is actually our first Lagavulin product on the podcast. Uh, it's definitely not our first Isla Scotch. Uh, it, we've had plenty of them. So uh, let's just talk about some of the basic history of the Lagavulin distillery. Uh, so it was started in 1816, at least the, the distillery on the property that has stood to this day, 1816. Uh, one, uh, it was actually built two distilleries at first. Um, and, and I'll explain what happened there in a moment. But there was one guy, <laughs> what was started by a guy named John Johnston. That's like Cole Colston. Or, uh, or Rob yeah. Robson. Rob, I like that. Rob Robston. Robson Rob sounds like a, a name you might not hear very often, but totally fake, but totally real. I could, I could believe it, though. Uh, and then the other guy was uh, Archibald Campbell Brooks. Uh, the one exact of those... opposite name of the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, my name is John Johnston. And he's like, my name is Archibald Campbell <laughs> Brooks. Um, and one of them became the Lagavulin Distillery. And it basically absorbed the other one over time. Uh, and when it was named Lagavulin, after a little bit, it was Anglic anglicized, basically made English uh, from the Gaelic or Scottish Gaelic term Lagamulin. And I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, but it represents the term for hollow of the mill. And I don't know what that means, but it sounds of the mill. deep. Uh, sounds like and- something from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you took get out of the hollow of the mill. You yeah. shall not hollow of the mill. <laughs> so there were apparently a lot of distilleries that had used that site, though, uh, prior to 1816. But they were all illegally operating and eventually were shut down. Uh, Lagavulin these days is known to differ from other Isla distilleries uh, because it uses a slow distillation speed. So they, you know, lower the heat a little bit and just take it slow. And they use pear-shaped pot stills. Hey, that was the name of my butt in high school. (laughs) Um, Wait, 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 wait. Can we go into that for one more second? How did most people, how did people, how did, how did, just explain how that happened. So I was on the swim team and people be like, look at that guy's pear-shaped pot pot stills. (laughs) Oh, so, okay. I thought you were talking about not the, uh, you're talking about the cheeks, not the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Each yeah, cheek you, was a you. pear-shaped pot still. So, definition yeah. of a hollow mill. It's a milling cutter <laughs> with three or more cutting edges enclosing and revolving around a cylindrical workpiece. Oh, I love it. So, it's just part of the mill. Okay, cool. Or type of mill, I guess. <laughs> I bet they had a lot of mill things back in the that's, day. That's the first time I've ever contributed anything intellectual I think to you, this I whole think podcast. It is. <laughs> Cole was just about to go, all right, cool. And then continue reading. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hold on. Shut up. (laughs) So here's a picture of one, which just looks like. Oh, that's like like a mill for drilling, though. That's like a. That's like a. They didn't have those back in Isla in the in the 1800s. But if you look at this one, 
it also looks more like a burr, like a burr grinder. I thought they were talking maker. about like a water mill, like a like a like a windmill, well, but for water. Well, I'm sure. Well, like what is it powered by, Cole? Water. Okay, so but the last River one looks like a burr grinder that you're going to grind your coffee with. So that know. was like a burr kind of a grinder hollow mill for. Log of what wheels. are we talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Robbie. <laughs> uh so remember how the shape of the of the still can affect the final product uh, do you remember glenn grant what made glenn grant special either of you it was an apricot shape still no it was, um that was the scotch they drank in the gentleman that's what made it special wait was it no oh no i'm thinking of uh no it's not sorry forget i said that was that um <laughs> yeah i was i don't even know uh shoot I'll figure it the out. The gentleman? Yeah, look it up. So uh Glenn Grant was known for their extra tall stills, which uh basically brought in more clean alcohol and less like general water and, and barley water. Um, you know, fermented barley water. Glenn Far so, uh Glenn, Glenn Farkless. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Just a casual it's, like fifteen hundred dollar bottle. So <laughs> what they should have drank is Glenn Goyne. <laughs> Glenn Goyne. that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we have it <laughs> so anyway um yep so what they in this case the slow distillation and pear-shaped pot stills i expect that they would bring more density to the scotch because glenn grant was known for their crisp clean uh really refreshing uh scotch so i assume this has a little bit different of a crispness uh to it if if that at all uh, it lies, the distillery lies on the Lagavulin Bay, which is basically part of the south. It's basically the south part of the main part of the Isle of Isla. Uh, the town it's in, Lagavulin, uh, which bears, of course, the same name as the distillery, is bordered by Lafroig on the west and Ardbeg on the east. So it's definitely right between some big, big names in the Isla world. Uh, I saw a short little detail that talked about uh, some point in the 1800s, a few legal battles came about with Lagavulin and Lafroig. Uh, it looked like Lagavulin was basically trying to replicate everything that Lafroig was doing so that they can just get a better product. Cause I think Lafroig had been around and was doing better at the time, been around longer and was doing better. Uh, but even when they did, they found that one, the water used was different, notably different or noticeably different. And the peat used on site was also very different uh, because they were, they, so they basically weren't able to replicate the whiskey because it was just different. And even though it was the same Island, almost same everything, the peat was different and the water was different enough to make a different whiskey product, uh, which I find really interesting. And it shows how even bordering towns uh, have different water and peat that they couldn't produce identical whiskey. Uh, even with an effort to really try to do so, they weren't able to. So, um, so we should start an Isla distillery, all three of us and make <laughs> it our own on some other part of the Island and just use all their peat and, uh, make some goodies. So, now the, well, yeah, I can get the, uh, the, uh, zoning permits because your boy will be at Lagavulin. Oh, that's October. right. I forgot. Yeah. That was their post recently. So you'd be at Lagavulin. Where else are you going to Ardbeg? Ardbeg, Lafroig, Bunahabin. Uh, we're going so to like jealous. 10 places. Yeah. I love it. Span of a week. Going you know, to uh, Kolila? Yes, I believe we are. Ooh. Yeah. All the goodies. Yeah. So, uh, what's the one? Port Ellen? You going to Port Ellen? 
I don't think we're going to okay. Port Allen. That's like the lesser known one in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. So great though. You know mm-hmm. who's going to be in the UK here in two weeks? Your Nebraska Cornhuskers people. They're playing really. Northwestern. Yeah, I'm you should go with I, them. I tried to talk my wife into. It. I'm like that, that. Like she's like, we're not going to go to Ireland just to watch a football game. I'm like well, wait, Ireland or Scotland? It's in Ireland. Oh, okay. But that's, that's the UK. Fun though. If I were, if I were a college football player, you're sportsy. If I was like, sportsy, like I, like you, you know, I am. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so these days, Lagavulin is owned by Diageo, uh, which, you know, Diageo is a big, big conglomerate behind brands like Bullet, George Dickel, uh, Johnny Walker, Talisker, Glenn mm. Kinchy, uh, among others. And they don't just offer an eight year and 16 year, which we usually, those are the ones you'll see on the shelf the most. Uh, they make a cast strength 12 year. Yep. They make a distiller's edition, a 21 year, a 25 year, 30 year, 37 year, and the Nick Offerman editions, which are 11 years old. Uh, the cool thing, I've had the eight year and the 16 year and the distiller's edition, but I haven't had anything else. And it's been a long time since I had the 16 year. Uh, so I'm willing to give this another shot. But from my recollection, I didn't like Lagavulin as much as I liked Ardbeg, but it's been a long time. So I'm willing to give it a fresh shot. So anyway, what know. we're drinking today. I don't huh? know if I've ever had Lagavulin. Oh, cool. Uh, you are yeah. in for a treat. Bro. I am yes. very excited. I'm wishing Cole, like this is the part of the show where Cole has been going through history and I'm like, I, I don't want to grab another whiskey to drink, but I'm ready to drink whiskey. And it'll it'll clear your palate, I'll tell more. you that. From my recollection, it is definitely a stronger of the Islas. Um but anyway, let's read some. Uh, so uh, apparently the 16-year is their standard offering. Even though they do offer a 12-year, 16-year is like their, their classic, basically. And uh, which I think is pretty cool to have a such an aged option be your number one, you know, mm-hmm. seller. Or not seller, but like your, your top whiskey. Uh, and of course, uh, yeah, like we said, 16-year. Cover that one. 43% ABV. 86 proof uh it is said uh that it is aged in (laughs) ex-bourbon barrels and ex-sherry butts and you know what they say robbie drives me nuts that drives me nuts (laughs) sherry butts drives me nuts. oh sherry butts (laughs) (laughs) the um the i i wanted to talk about the color for a moment and we normally talk about this when we run out of other stuff or we have to cover some but it's a darker color for a Isla Scotch. Normally, Isla Scotch can be very light. So I assume that has something to do with the Sherry Butts. Oh, yeah. 100%. Ooh. Sherry Butts make me. A because okay. Isla Scotch Shade. Isla Scotch usually looks like semi-dehydrated mm-hmm. piss. This looks yeah, like exactly. dehydrated yeah. piss. Yeah, Even like is... some aged ones that I've had from like Ardbeg. Like the Supernova is like very light yellow. Yeah. Oops. This is Bender morning after hungover. Didn't drink any water. Piss. Yeah, wow, well, that's, oh. yeah, that's very, very detailed. You must be, are yeah. you a piss expert? I, it happened to me the other week, or the, yeah, um, after okay. the national show. Yeah, oh, nice. I, I did not. It happened to water. me this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, just Pete right off the bat. But like nice and sweet. I don't very remember sweet, it being yeah. this sweet. Yeah. It's uh, the, the sweetness. So here's what I compare. Lagavulin's mm-hmm. nose too, because I got this the first time when I did it on Who Gives a Dram, and I still get it now, and I haven't opened nice. it since then. Lagavulin is you take a block of peat, you you put it in the ocean for like mm-hmm. 
a week. Let the salt it, set in. You take it out of the ocean. You get about 50 to 100 green apples. You just mm. squish them all on like this. Then you age it in a, in a barrel. And whatever, whatever is out is what this smells like to me. I can get behind that. 100%. Even the apples. Yeah. I'm going mm. uh, well, to say, to me, a green apple is more tart. Apple juice. Right? Think of apple juice or like apple cider. To me, yeah, but this is yeah, this is more like a it's a sweeter. There's like I don't get like maybe a candy a green sweet. apple. Sure, I'll give you that candy green apple. I'd say yeah, somewhere between actually, a you know pear what? and a green apple. Yeah. No, that no candy. Like you think of the sucker, right? Like the the, the hmm. caramel apple suckers, like that kind of a sweet. Yeah, they called me in high school. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good nose. And hey. one of the things I could do with this nose is just go like, and it doesn't get worse or, or too strong or anything like that. Like you can fully put your nose in the glass, at least for mine. This... It tastes, tastes like a two day old fireplace. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like a, a, a extinguished cigarette that you pick up and smell later. It kind of oh, does. Yeah. It kind of smell like no, that. No. It, it kind of, you know, it, it is smoky like that. Um, although I got a really weird, like it was kind of peppery, note on the back end but it, got, it was more it was spicier and then it was just mellow i don't know i gotta go for another sip here but like that was that was a little hubbard of what like hubbard of what just happened in my mouth there because it, it went a direction for me for a second and i have no idea what it was i gotta get back this after after giving go it a, a bit of a swirly poo mm-hmm. it uh yeah we still use your swirly poo I, on the show oh you do no, we uh-huh. do, yeah. We do the magic time, spin Jay, the we swirly do. poo. Mm-hmm. We'll make the whiskey dizzy. That's all, that's all that's all we make the, make the whiskey. That was dizzy. a hashtag dram or not hashtag. Shout out to Dramhound and make his daughter. Whiskey dizzy. I'm gonna start saying that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his um, daughter's like four years old and she'll like he'll mm-hmm. give her a dram and be like she'll make it dizzy, make it dizzy and she dizzy. smells it. Wow. Yeah, she's, she's like smells like chocolate. To she's gonna grow up to be she's gonna be like Jackie Zykin or whatever. If she can, who just was on the show, I actually I saw tasted, that. Yeah, we just tasted Hidden Barn, and if you can nice. find it where y'all are at, it's it's very good. And I'm not good just saying that; it's, it's actually very good. Um, after giving it a bit of a swirly poo here, I it, the the uh, brininess really comes out. Yeah, to me. Mm-hmm. salty, like mm. almost like taffy, saltwater yeah. taffy, almost, mm-hmm. but mixed in with that sweet fruit. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this right now when i think of like brininess i think of like pickles uh and there's maybe not a dill (laughs) a dill portion of this or anything pickles um but there's there's a there's a saltiness (laughs) (laughs) there's like a nice saltiness to this that is you know i mean isla is right on the ocean basically and uh, i mean not isla well isla is an island on the ocean the outer hebrides or whatever but anyway lagavulin's right on the bay (laughs) of the ocean dock of the bay <laughs> of the ocean anyway look I at this talking. guy go man you just said um, about 13 sat words in two minutes yeah exactly <laughs> you tell what i got on my english score for uh, the sats you know so this doesn't make any sense I get, <laughs> it gets kind of smoky throughout but mm. i do get like a peppery spiciness that's almost tabasco-y which is kind of weird but it's not Ooh. I don't know. Like I'm getting a, a it, it hits a spice point where I'm like, it's something. I do get I, a little. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I get a little bit of like, not necessarily bitter taste, but like just a kind of a sour note, kind of lays on my palate at the end of it. But um, 
not off-putting in any way. Mm-hmm. I um I like the idea of just salt and pepper, briny with the salt and a little bit of peppery, just from the you know the the kick of the the smoke a little bit. And it makes you um, want to p- 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 push it real good into your dun, mouth. Dun, 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 That's awesome what she said. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh man, That's pretty good actually. This is a no. It's still light. It's really light, but there's a lot of flavor there for sure. It Maybe is. We'll do a couple of and water drops. What, here. I don't know if it's to its benefit, but the 86 proof is good. But I think they could do better. Oops. It could be hotter for sure. That's well. That's it. what the the 12 year cask strength encompasses a yeah. lot of like that higher proofed, almost oaky, like uh, barrel <sighs> uh, spice aspect. So, so think I of this. Believe that. But like barrel spice. Mm-hmm. So the other thing Very is like this, sh- like sherry does not really show up, but her butt no, does. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Just backs into the room and then walks away. <laughs> no, like it really isn't like there's not that sherry sweetness on it. Like um, nose no. has sweetness for sure, but like on the palate, like it's very much more savory. The nose and the palate are very different. Yeah, on yeah. This strand for me, like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of scotches that are kind of like oh it's smoky, salty, mm-hmm. like meaty on the on the nose and then you drink it and it's like oh it tastes the same i like that note that you just maybe brushed over meaty this on is definitely meaty yeah well like yeah so like i think of like bacon mm-hmm. like burnt bacon like the smell oh, and like okay yeah i can like taste the smell because as you mm-hmm. guys know all odors are particulate so mm-hmm. when you smell a fart you taste in a fart you do you know what it tastes like yeah, and in your COVID series—I had you had me worried there for a little while. It was yeah. just like one. It was like one show was not like we're just gonna talk. We're not drinking because I can't taste. Can you guys hear there, my girls? Yeah, I've got like a riot, <laughs> full on like tickle riot going outside my. Oh, that's great! I'm it's sure that listeners will love it. Oh, it yeah. adds it adds to the to the like spirit of the show. We're just having the, a silly goose time. Ambiance. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So certain yeah. Say quoi. Silly goose time. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh, so the nose with the water is a little more bright, uh, but get, in a fruity way to me. I I do get like a little bit of oakiness on it. Oh, really? Yeah, like a little bit of a little oaky note. I'm getting less oakiness, but more fruit. Are you? Because I didn't mm-hmm. really think oak. Oak is a note I have to think about to go like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that is oaky. So like, I'm just now thinking of it. Yeah. This is good. I, I get the realized. same exact thing with the water. Oh, really? Same exact thing, yeah. Really? Okay. I just realized um, I still have some of my overproof rum from Ben Klepsig. I don't know why I brought that up, but I'm really excited to finish that. Oh, one. man. I was When I was searching my samples, I saw that, and I was like, oh, I missed that. That was good. Plantation good overproof. Um, yeah. yeah. Water. So with the water, and I'm a little nervous, go ice, because the water mm-hmm. is very muted like ice typically does. We're like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't, I'm, I'm not really drinking anything. So, but it's still, it's smoky. Um, I think the smokiness is there, pepper is there, but it's just, yeah. The flat with water. oak showed up on the very end of the finish for me, and it wasn't like great. I wouldn't drink that, like I wouldn't buy a bottle if it tasted like that at finish, but... Um, because we have to but... also, we ask, th- this is important to note because Lagavulin 16, you can find this almost anywhere. Yeah, but it's, it's like going to cost bucks. you a hundred mm-hmm. bucks. So, yeah. I mean, this has really got to blow blow you away 
if um, yeah. you know you're gonna drop that money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, for sure. My ice is almost non-existent. Oh, oh it goes. must be the Connecticut weather. Yeah, you look like you're you know, you got a beautiful head of hair there, and I see it moving back and forth. Is it a little warm there? You got a fan on you or something? Yeah, I got a fan on me. I got a fan on me too. So real quick, speaking about where you're at there, Cole, Connor, can you rate Cole's background? Because you're, you know, you're very podcast. (laughs) Or compare it to a, uh, anything. Yeah. What what would you say about Cole's background there? Cole looks like he's about to audition for Backdoor Sluts 9. Whoa, (laughs) hey. (laughs) Sorry, if this is supposed to be PG, you can edit that out. But Cole looks like he's he's the guy behind Cole looks like, and this is not just the background, but just like him in general. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's the guy behind the camera at at the casting at couch. Yeah. <laughs> I see now. Like, yeah, I, it's totally I, him. I, I for the first time, I just thought to myself, Cole looks like he's uh, getting his podcast. Uh, shoot, Al Jazeera. Oh, no, you look. You're <laughs> getting your podcast passport picture. Right, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> need an all white background. Needs to be framed yeah. in a certain position. <laughs> yeah. God damn, Cole, your beard is really coming in, though, huh? Like that's. Thank a, you, sir. I feel like it is, is it thicker than normal? It is, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like it. Solid. I like to get it a little pointed at the bottom, uh, so that it makes my face look longer. Because I was telling Robbie that I'm like closing in on my high score in terms of weight again, so I gotta clean I like it up. It. I like well, as I was. Score. Who was messaging me on the chill filter? Was it you, Robbie? Or both. Was it a little bit of both. Yeah. So I, I said like, oh man, dude, I go crazy if I don't work out after after work because mm-hmm. I've been like going every single day for like a month now. Mm-hmm. But nice. I, I've been working out in my horse barn at my Ooh. parents' house, so it's about a hundred degrees. Oh, and man. after after a few you know yoga poses, like downward mm-hmm. dog or something, because um, I'm flexible, I I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like worked a full day landscaping. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Dude. But um dude, all you got to do go for like a a 10 minute walk, 15 minute walk every day uh-huh. for like a month and watch yeah. the weight just strip off. You're not like yeah. you don't look bad. Dis- nah. Disclaimer, bad. disclaimer. That's a young man's metabolism talking to you right now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to listen. I, He's I, in dude, shape. Dude. <laughs> I tell you, well, here's the thing. When I was, how old are you now, Connor? How old? I am uh, the old age of twenty-five years old. 25. Nice. Okay. Man. When I was twenty-five, I would go to Zips, and I would get triple burger, bacon, cheese, and a tub of fries, which is like it was probably like a quarter pound, half a half pound of fries. I don't know. It was big, and dunk it in like just fry sauce stuff like that. And all I had to do was go play basketball for an hour, and like I maintained a very tr- slim, trim figure. Jeez, dude, we are. I look, I look, I, if, if I were to I look at that. that right now, I'd gain ten pounds. Like dude, just um, looking at it, we are on the opposites. I take Metamucil every single day uh-huh. <laughs> because I have to. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! No, Did I tell mom. you about the last time I took Metamucil? I've no. never heard this, and I don't know okay. if I want to. But so this now is I'm bad. So now I got I, to. I want to hear it. So the last time I took Metamucil was like July or August of COVID or of 2020. So like beginning of COVID. And I, I was with my mom in Colorado and I just, I think I had visited my mom and dad. Um, and my mom's like, here, 
have some Metamucil. It's good for you. And it was my last day in Colorado. So I flew back to, <laughs> oh, luckily no. nothing happened on the flight, uh, <laughs> but I flew back to Arizona and I had the worst diarrhea of my life for like four days straight. Yeah. Well, that's, that's your colon cleaning itself. But it was one little thing of Metamucil and it was like four days where I couldn't even go driving because I didn't know when it was going to hit. Cole's wearing, was so Cole's bad. wearing a, a garbage bag with holes cut in it for I got tested for COVID like twice your... during it because I was like sometimes like I looked it up and they're like sometimes that's the only yeah. like COVID symptom is like diarrhea and I was like four days and then the funniest thing was what got me out of it was I was like screw this I'm getting a Reuben at my at some deli and I'm just gonna eat it and suffer the consequences and then it just went away it like ended that moment like I, I guess the Reuben is the ultimate clogger Reuben well, Reuben's getting you something like nine no more yeah. diary. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what I, I went. It was very German, German to start. I don't know where I went with that. The rest yeah. of that. Should have yeah, gone with a New York accent. Yeah. Um, no, my I don't appreciate the negative press to Metamucil because <laughs> if Metamucil could sponsor Bourbon with Friends and who gives a dram, I would do it for free. You guys got yeah, on the other hand, Metamucil, we, we want Bush's big beans. beans to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, that's hilarious. Usually but uh, you got to take Metamucil for like a month. Okay. And then it starts to, so I took it every day for a month and now I, I wean off to like every other day. But dude, there are times, and I don't mean to get too crass on the podcast, <laughs> but there are times that I don't even have to wipe. I'm serious. Nice. <laughs> pops great. right out. It does. That's the best yeah. poo. I'm going to be I honest did. with you. The ones where yes. you just, it cleans the itself up on the way poo. out. Your children's yeah. best poos. Really? Yeah, that's Sweet. true. I'm done wiping butts after one look, right? Yeah. Um, no, my wife will tell you I am too regular. Like I like my motto is like puking, pooping, when in doubt, get it out. I am. But I also so like the other thing is like my protein shakes. I always throw in a handful of spinach too, and that's there you go. It's fiber. Exactly. Yeah. Smart you ever man. do that, Connor? You ever throw? No, I don't. In I don't eat green. I don't eat green stuff. That's why you throw <laughs> your. You do protein shakes though, right? Nah. I what? get my protein. He just eats protein. Eggs, mm-hmm. yogurts, meats, chickens. Right. We'll throw one throw cattle. one protein, throw one protein shake in there. Throw some meta or not maybe metamucil too, but just throw some spinach in there. Throw a big no. handful of spinach in there. It's a waste of Do time. You want waste to... of calories. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like I just no. <laughs> I just No, thinking... <laughs> there's like no calories in spinach, man. Then what's can, it good you... for, Robbie? Yeah, what's, what's fiber and me? vitamins and nutrients. Like every vitamins, growing... vitamins and nutrients are very important. Yeah, that is true. But I get, dude, um, you're talking to the Metamucil King. I get... <laughs> <laughs> you don't need no fiber. He already got it. All right. And so... I've been pushing Metamucil for like over a year. I've been talking nice. about it on Who Gives a Dram for probably a year now. So oh, I'm not, it. I'm not new to the fad. I'm an, I'm an OG. Yeah. So cool. is anyone getting the most fruity notes on the ice yes. pour? Okay. Much cool. more fruity. A lot less smoky. Or maybe I'm just getting used to the smoke by now, but there's a chance. No, it's it definitely opened up, up in mm. terms of sweetness. It tastes like it's 63 proof right now, but mm. um, it um, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely lighter. I get a, like I took a drink. We talked about pooping, and at the end of that poop talk, I got mm-hmm. I still have a little little of that bitter note I was getting on the neat there, like not even bitter, but like that sour note. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's fruitier. I want to say it was colder, but we talked a lot and it got warmer. But I, I like it. I prefer it yeah. neat. I think neat's the best pour of of Lagavulin sixteen. <clears throat> it's good. 
Yeah. It's really good. And yeah. it's complex to an extent. There is a lot going on, especially on the neat pour, which There's luckily I have a things. little bit left of my bottle that I can drink it neat. Again, yeah, I'm, so. I'm going to finish my neat after we get to our next segment, but I'm mm. not trying to call for the next segment. Just saying. Wait, what segment? No, I'm kidding. Oh, don't you? Oh, okay, you call me. <laughs> All right, you guys got some readings in mind? I am formulating. Formulating. You guys go out of 10, right? Yeah, out of 10. Mm-hmm. Out of 10. Okay. With decimals, decimals are acceptable. Decimals, decimals even to the hundreds or thousands are allowed. Or the wow. Billion. Yeah. You go to the billionth. Who cares? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm ready. I got this. I, uh, you know, I like this. Is it, you know, is it my favorite? I don't think so. It, it, I get a little bit of that bitterness there. The sweetness is there, but it's not necessarily always pronounced. I think neat was probably the best. It's real peppery, which maybe I'm just in a pepper phase here. Uh, but I'm going to give this, I'm just going to give it a solid eight, eight point one. you know? Hmm. Um, I think at that point too, that's, you know, you look at a hundred dollars a bottle and like, I don't know, I feel like I could, I could, I could get a little bit better for a hundred bucks. But that being said, I'm not going to turn this down. I like it. It's maybe not my thing. So. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's what did you what was the exact score again? 8.1. 8.1. I'm going to give this an 8.5. 8.5. Okay. Solid. Ooh. Uh not hub to what, but close-ish. Uh sub to what. Shout out to Brian Ramp. Um <laughs> but here's the thing I that gets me a little bit of Lagavulin is that this compares very nicely with Ardbeg Corp Reckon. Both very um, briny, both very smoky, but 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 got some meat to it. Like there's, but yet sweet, sweet and meat. That was that was a nickname sweet and in meat. high school. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, that's what they called me boy, too. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> you too. That boy with the apple bottom or pear bottom. Yeah, with the pear pear uh, pear bottom pear-shaped pot stills. Yeah, pear shaped pot and the sweet meat. Yeah. That was well. So that was my freshman year, but my senior year, I was sweet, you were sweet meat. meat. Okay. Um, and I, and the thing about Core of Reckon is it's a hundred and twenty dollar ish bottle, I believe nowadays. So it's like it's gonna be close, but I, I, I like it, but I prefer Core of Reckon. Does that mean it's bad? No. Um, but I, I think eight point five is a quality rating. So. Yeah, gonna go with I, that. what's what's considered hubba to what? What's hubba to official... what is nine nine plus, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm. I thought hubba to uh, what too is like I'm surprised by it. like mm. I would like this kind of came from nowhere, kind of like you know, like yeah, my daughter just came crashing in. I was like, you know better than that. Hubba to what are you doing? Right? Like yeah. surprise. <laughs> so great. Give hey, them a nine point oh. That's how you know Robbie is a is a professional podcaster. Mm-hmm. Because that was a very smooth transition. It was. Yeah, so no it was very known. smooth. That is the mm-hmm. nice thing about having three on the podcast is you two keep talking. I just yeah. I get plus out you had already given your rating, so I was. Perfect. I get out and I go. If you guys think I'm stars, like hey, everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. Dad's just drinking a lot of alcohol and talking to people and yelling yeah. at his children. That's got to be stable for their growth mm-hmm. and development. No, I did. I, I'm uh, I'm thinking. Well, I was going to say hubba to what, but this doesn't surprise me because I've had it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, my score okay. for this is is a 9.25. 9.25. Uh, this is probably my favorite Isla Scotch, maybe behind uh, Bunahabin. Uh, yeah, Bunahabin is great. 
only because um, this is like the op, almost the exact opposite scale. Bunahabin, there's not barely any peat. Mm-hmm. Um, Lagavulin, there's a lot of peat. Um, sure. I uh, I really enjoy the nuances in this bottle. I did when I first had it, and I still do now. Um, it's just it's there's no overpowering element to it. Ard bag, sometimes there's uh, there's so much smokiness, which mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. Lafroy, sometimes there's so much of that like salty meatiness to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um and then, then the the other Eyeless brands, there's there they have their distinct characteristics for the most yeah. part. But Lagavulin kind of brings all mm-hmm. them together, I think, and mm-hmm. and kind of it, it, they all harmonize together quite nice. So I think this is probably if you you know, gun to my head, Connor, what's your favorite? Isla Scotch, I'd probably mm. say Lagavulin in 16. So nice. um, the only reason it's not higher than like a nine point, like no nines is because I'm just a bourbon guy. So mm, for I, sure. uh, I think that uh, I actually, if you ask me this, like in the winter sitting next to a fire, it'd probably be three or four points higher, but yeah, when I'm sweating my nuts off in August, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't typically reach for a, a Isla Scotch. Nah. Now, I yeah, will say sure. like with ice though, it was pretty pleasant. Like it was a nice, nice cool down. Um, summertime, I do like a cheap scotch with some soda and a little bit of lime, and that's that to me is refreshing and uh, it's the spot. I do, will say though, this week I thought to myself, like, I need to buy some more scotches because I just don't do it enough, and it's about it's about that time, yeah. So I'm gonna do that. All right, it's about that's that good time. Idea. Well, what time, what time is it now? Speaking of that's about a time. great question, Connor. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> <laughs> it's time. For Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show where we read an article, we talk about it, didn't write it, gonna read it, and we call that part of the show Whiskey World News. And you know, since we're kind of doing what we're doing today, we're drinking. Oh, we're doing. We're we're, we're doing we doing uh we doing? see them all here. This article article comes from Vine Pair. It's written by Susanna Skyver Scriver Barton. And there's nice. even an illustrator credit here, which I haven't even thought about since I was in elementary school. Give them credit. Ariella Basson. And it, uh, anyway, it's titled, What an Official American Single Malt Category Means for the Future of Whiskey in the U.S. Diehard American whiskey fans have been waiting a long time for this day. After years of cooperative work to hash out the details and patiently navigating the bureaucracy of the American government spirits regulations, the single malt distillers of the United States can now bask in the glow of being officially official. Well, just about. After nearly five years of petitioning, the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, otherwise known as the TTB, has published a, noticing propo- a notice proposing to formalize the standards of identity for American single malt as a distinctive product of the United States. The full notice can be written here. It doesn't help you on the podcast. It doesn't help you on the YouTube. Can't click it. Well, you can read it. Uh, I can't read it. Uh, what it means, the new rule, if passed, would place American single malt on par with bourbon, rice, single malt, scotch, and other types of whiskey that are enshrined in the TTB standard of identity. It would afford American single malt legal protections and likely help the budding style to achieve wider recognition. The TTB's notice summarizes the efforts undertaken by the Single Malt Whiskey Commission and some of its members and supporters over the last few years to push for official recognition for American single malt. It notes the evolution of those requests leading to the current proposal and invites the public to comment on it. And it lays out exactly what benchmarks the American single malt whiskey would have to meet. Namely, to be, one, made from fermented mash of 100% malted barley. Two, mash distilled in Asia in the United States and distilled entirely at a single distillery. Three, distilled, new, distilled to no higher than 80% 
uh, ABV. Four, matured in oak barrels not exceeding 700 liters. Five, bottle at a minimum 40% ABV. And six, five, six, I can't remember. Allowable coloring, flavoring, and blending materials would be permitted as they are for, wait, as they are for non-straight rye wheat called mountain mm-hmm. whiskeys and blends of straight whiskeys other than bourbon, but neutral spirits would not. So I'll stop there. It keeps going on, but I feel like that's kind of the highlight there. Cole, Connor, any thoughts? Connor, any thoughts? I'll go after you. I think that the American single malt um, category is definitely um, rising within the whiskey world. Uh, McCarthy's is the first that comes to mind. Great brand, great juice. And there are so many others, and especially like larger brands that are starting to dabble in this. Um, I think the more that we can grow whiskey in any respect is good. So as long as it's regulated and we're not getting like piss water mm-hmm. aged in oak. Yeah. If, well, if it's legit. That's <laughs> to Robbie. Yeah, me. <laughs> I, I actually think now I'm going to go buy one of those like small little oak. Like, uh, <laughs> just, barrels. And you said this a sample. You don't even have to get any whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I drink so much whiskey that maybe you yeah, never know. Who knows? Could come out. Yeah. You know, but um, and no, I think it's I think it's any way that we can grow whiskey as a category as a spirit, um, mm. is good for everybody. Okay, I'm with you. I think uh, it's funny because when I first started getting into whiskey and even scotch, I was like, ah, what could America do to keep up with that? <laughs> and and there were a few standouts along the way, but really when it hit me, and I hate to be a Del Bach um, fanboy, but really when it hit me was drinking whiskey Del Bach from Tucson. Uh, they just blew my mind. And uh, in terms of American single malts, and one of the one of the kind of the forerunners, or I don't know what the word is, the forefront people of of moving this this um, law into action, I believe. Uh, is whiskey del Bach, and they want to really make it standardized, which I respect. You know, you look at bourbon, and you look at even bottled and bond uh, whiskey from like nineteen or eighteen ninety seven, and you're like, they they did that for a reason. They wanted to standardize it so that it could be legit. Mm. And and I appreciate yeah the the putting this into law because um, you do want you do want to to be in a in a field where everyone stands by rules. Uh, so right. that no one's saying, hey, this is an American single malt when it's got like tons of rye in it and whatever, which is not always a bad thing. But um, you want to be on an equal playing field with others when you can really compete in that in the single malt game. So I, I appreciate this this law going into effect. You know, I really appreciate both of you guys sharing very educated, uh, knowledgeable <laughs> stuff about whiskey. Uh, do you guys ever and I'm about to contribute my own here. Uh, <laughs> do you guys ever listen to Bill Burr? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. Every week. Okay. Uh-huh. So he, I can't remember which, which special it is, but he's in London for it. And he goes, you know what? Nice. And, and it's, you know, exploiting on some uh, like totally caricatures of American society. He goes, you know what? We're not that different. You guys are pretty fat too. So one thing America does really well is we get <laughs> fat. We've talked about it a little earlier. Unless you're Connor and you do downward dog for six seconds and all of a sudden yeah. you're shredded. Yeah. Um, we're kind of fat. <laughs> we do junk doing... food really well. <laughs> And we get into this designation of American single malt. What I'm ready for is the American single malted milk balls. Give me Whoppers who like incorporates a little bit of single malt whiskey into it. 
Give me the American single malt and milk balls. Milk. It's uh, what is milk. What? It's like liquor, liquor truffles. Whoppers. Yeah. Whoppers. Whoppers. Single yeah. malted American Whopper milk. Oh, that's a lot of words. Or See, even like a malted you. milkshake with single malt in it. Would that bring all the Scottish boys to the yard? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, you know, I'm good. My, my single malt milkshakes bring all the Scottish boys to the yard. <laughs> They're like. Dang, Americans are fat. Sorry, Americans. Yeah. Our few. Anyway, Wait, all right, moving on. Like Bill I said, you guys, had, you guys had very like developed thoughts, and that was the only thing yeah. I think of was like molten milk balls. Um, <laughs> all right. You're so like, moving on here. Those are milk balls. <laughs> all right. So moving on here to our last segment of the show, what whiskey would you choose? Last week we talked about, mm. uh, we posted a picture of uh, John Hughes's whiskey wall there and said, what whiskey you can drink from his wall? And, um, John completely lost this. No, Cole completely lost. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. Well, because okay. there was Russell's Reserve 13 on it. Yeah. So, so yeah. John chose Russell's 13 and got 90%. I chose Redwood Empire Lost Monarch and I got. You got like think, two votes. Did I get two? Good for me. And, and I got Cole zero. did EHT single barrel and got 0% there. Uh, Not true. I just, I just voted. I just voted for did single barrel. Did you just barrel. vote for Cole? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I've got to update this. Yep. There it is. Cole got mm. one vote. There you go. Almost oh. caught up to Robbie. And you know what? The votes that I got, I wasn't even one of them. So I could vote too. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, wait. Uh, Connor, have you ever had Russell's thirteen yet? Uh, yes, I've had all three of those in oh. the uh, in the picture. So we bottle killed uh, uh, Russell's thirteen Dude. last time I was in Kentucky. I had probably had about five so glasses of it. Good. I really I thought good. that was yeah, George D. Stagworthy. Like Goodyear, George T. Stag, too. Yeah, it's definitely up there with mm-hmm. one of Turkey's best products. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I love, I love Taylor Single Barrel. Totally. And Lost Monarch is one of the best daily drinkers out there. So it's three. It was three solid choices, to be honest. We should have put um, Mellow Corn on there too. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> you you represented Mellow Corn a little less lately. I, I feel. Yeah. Have um, you had? Oh, okay. So real quick. I don't know if you listened to our episode. Have you uh, had Silverback? Just uh, Silverback. What was, it? What, what was the cor- corn? Corn one. It was just it was Silverback just Alpha corn? series. I want to say. Have you had theirs yet, Connor? I have not. It's like no. Virginia, okay. Pennsylvania. So you yeah. like Mellow Corn? It's a, like the standard of corn whiskeys. I, I don't. I would say corn. I like it. I would say <laughs> I love it. But go on. <laughs> Silverback's corn. It Pretty goes. It, it took corn. No, for it me though, it took bond. corn whiskey in a direction I didn't know corn whiskey could ne- necessarily go. It was yeah, a little cool. more complex. It was great. Um, and I'm, I don't want to take away from Melicorn love. I'm okay. not trying to introduce you to a mistress. Melicorn, don't write yeah. to me. Don't at me here and say quit messing with my man. Yeah. But you got you got to check that out. I will check it out. Okay. I will check it out. I, I listen. I don't discriminate, but you know, it's kind of like. I, I I have a lot. I can have a lot of girlfriends, but there's only uh. one lucky lady. That the, old, <laughs> the old mellow corn Mister goes goes home to. That's you know, funny. So like, how often do you put Metamucil in your metal, me, mellow corn? That's a great question. I've done it three or four times. Have you seriously though? <laughs> no. You need to. That, let's see that reel. You got to post that reel. Oh, right? for sure. I'd watch that. <laughs> and then the follow up right. reel. Yeah. All right. I'll. Th- uh, I, I. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't I know. Can you can you uh, what's the word? Uh, um, adulterate your uh, your mellow corn with some Metamucil. 
Although they're both great things, so put them yeah, man, it, it works perfect. It's the Mellow Musil. It's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the cocktail of the fall. That's true. Put a little cinnamon in there. Cinnamon oh, bitters. Yeah. Drink enough of it. It's coming out both ends the next morning, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, All right. But anyway, you are gonna feel great. <laughs> Cleanse, man. Oh, uh, that's great. A couple write-ins here. Uh, mm-hmm. Our good friend John Hughes in Bell's Pod. He's going that Mictor's Barrel Strength is pretty neat, nice too. Nice. So you put it a third, a second pick in there. Nice. Our good friend Dramhound. Um, he says, definitely Knob Creek pick if it's more than 10 years. Mm. Uh, Brotaskin asks another random little sample bottle because John Hughes gets them. John Hughes probably John good Hughes stuff. has got a good sample bottle up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Cask.cowboy with Calumet. Calumet? Calumet? Calumet. Calumet. Or Calumet, I believe. Calumet. I might be wrong, but I think it's Calumet. Joel 9 that Bellmead honey. We'll take that. If Ooh. not, then we'll take the little duck. And That was you know good. What? Not everybody notices the little duck on the mic around John Hughes's. And then our good friend Ben Clepson, Mad Time Marker, just said, favorite non-Scotch, non-American, non-Japanese whiskey. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means, Ben. We respect you. We oh gosh, we love Ben. So anyway, all right. This week we're running a little bit long here. Yeah, gotta tighten this up a little bit. Connor, we'll give you, we'll let you go at least second or third. You let us know when you're ready. But this week's what whiskey would you choose? Is what talking about single malts? What is your favorite single malt? Not necessarily American. Mm-hmm. Just any general single malt. What is your favorite single malt? Cole, what is your favorite single malt? What you can choose? Favorite of all time I've had thus far is the 2015 committee release, SN committee release, uh, Ardbeg Supernova. Okay. Killer. 109 or so, uh, phenol scale, killer scotch. Cool. Did that, did, did that Supernova go to space? Uh, in theory, it did. You promised space in my mouth. <laughs> in my no. mouth. Um, no, no, just in theory. All right. Well, my favorite, no surprise, because it's just it's endeared to my heart is mm. uh, Balvenie Twelve. I love it. Nice sherry finished sherry butts drive me nuts. What would you uh, prefer, Balvenie Twelve Doublewood or Del Bach Dorado? <sighs> you hit me on two different levels. Yeah, I, I I can't get Del Bach here. So if you were to offer me mm-hmm. a bottle of each right now, I would take the Del Bach because we don't get it totally. here. And Del Bach is wonderful. It's delicious. Um, everything we've had about him is phenomenal. Yeah. Now, that being said, Belvinia 12 has got a little spot, special spot in my heart. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, that's true. All right. Connor, what do you got? What's your favorite single malt? I think we might know the answer, actually. I think so. I mean, I was thinking about saying Lagavulin 16. You can go there. Mm-hmm. You can. I, yeah. I don't know if I want to. You can have a nice tidy bow. I'm going to sound like an idiot because I don't remember the year on this. What's the year of the uh, McAllen Sherry finish? Uh, the, the, which, uh, well, there's a few. So uh, the 12 is, is usually the one you're looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably the 12 mm-hmm. right off the top of my head. Uh, that's a good good scotch it, it's a great scotch uh, i would say mellow corn okay okay <laughs> i'm gonna accept this but right. so Although, in, in the it in won't the fit poll, the rules but the rules aren't legal yet so they're not legal rules yet yeah in the poll just put mellow corn and see if it wins oh but totally. actually yeah, no, we will. for me for me put um put uh just put i Lagavulin 16 is probably Lagavulin 16. Okay, okay. cool. Well, we'll also add a fourth option, mellow corn. So, and I bet you, I bet you, it wins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't be super surprised. You know, sometimes, like, yeah, our listeners get a little nutty, and they're like, "Whatever, like, forget about it." Who cares? Yeah. 
And like, like, I'll vote I for like this, Robbie and I'll get my ride in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. trying to have a silly goose time. That's why I love silly goose time. Certainly. <laughs> All right, Cole. We haven't even discussed. Are, are we going to put up a pick two Tuesday? Or are we just going to go straight? We for... are. No. Are we really? Are we just going to go straight for the one we want to do? Which one's the one we want to do? The one we do. Uh, it's uh, uh the tin cup. Oh yeah! Did you get a bottle yet? I did. Yes. Oh. So tin next week, cup folks. Ten year. That's what Turn we're doing. This way, Cole. Never mind. We'll put up pick two Tuesday. It'll say 10 cup, 10 year, year bourbon. It'll say 10 cup. Yeah. 10 year. And then American whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, even though right. they're technically label both. the same thing. Label yeah. both. So, all right. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Well, Connor, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. It is. Thanks, yeah. It's been almost two years. No, it's just been a little year over and a year, year and a little. Yeah. We appreciate that. And, and you know. Connor, tell us, tell us where people can find uh who gives a dram and and bourbon with friends how can we support you yeah so um uh who gives a dram on instagram facebook twitter tiktok uh bwf podcast on instagram uh instagram is the two places you can find me the most uh we're we're both on apple Podcasts, spotify every single platform uh to listen to podcasts uh bourbon with friends and who gives a dram are both on there um uh, YouTube as well. Nice. You can find us there as well. And as of today, I I officially launched. It's not 100% done yet, but I I I, I wasn't even planning on announcing this. But yeah, I launched the, the uh, I I launched the uh, Bourbon with Friends Patreon page. Oh, do it! Essentially, what that is there's there's two tiers, and I m- kind of modeled it after what you guys do as nice. well. Mm-hmm. But I I've never been a fan of putting content behind a a paywall because it's like, I'm trying yeah. to reach the most people. Why would I totally. make it? However, we do have a little series called bourbon with friends after dark, I where we it. talk about stuff that cannot be said on the regular podcast feed for multiple reasons. So I think the, the, the first uh, tier is five bucks a month. And then you get one to two episodes per month of bourbon with friends after dark. Oh, that's uh, great. They're only, it's a Patreon exclusive podcast. And then there's a second tier where I'm going to add more stuff to it. But right now uh, you also, we're also going to do a, a quarterly um, kind of private tasting over zoom slash hangout slash perfect. Probably a bunch of other stuff, but that's going to be 10 bucks a month. And if you do that, that's a lot of money, I think for yeah. a month, but um, I uh, that's, that's what it's at right now. So go to patreon.com and it's bourbon with friends. And if you guys want to do that, that's now that, brand that new as of today. That sounds great, Love but it. Connor did not mention you will be better looking, and so will your spouse, true. your true. significant other. It, and that's yeah. one exclusive chill filter thing you can get for any tier on Patreon. That is very true. And then also, um, if you do subscribe to Bourbon with Friends on Patreon, or subscribe, is that the best word? I don't know. But um, you also, um, y- you will grow an inch taller. At least Perfect. an inch. At least from an what inch I hear. You could round it up yeah. two inches even if three inches if yeah. you want yeah true right. true the roundup is on you as an individual but it is scientifically yeah. proven um i will come to your house and twice. break your knees so that yeah. way after the surgery you're at an inch taller yeah <laughs> perfect well i hope it doesn't hurt too much cole yeah and i hope <laughs> that uh our listeners will appreciate and and check out connor's uh multiple podcast or not multiple but two podcasts yeah. okay. and hit them up on patreon because what they're doing over at burn with friends at the very least is worth supporting financially 
But most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted you. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. Sweet. You want me to go, Corey? All right, I, I can. I can lead off. You got it. There we go. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Chill Filter. <laughs>